Amen. It's good to be in God's house today, man. Amen. Do deserve your prayers today very much, so. Amen. If you will, turn with me. A little verse of scripture I want to read in one place. Go to the book of the Joel. J-O-E-L. How do you call it? It's in the Bible. I'll just take a scripture from the, probably the, I can get in the story out of it, but I guess one scripture I want to read there and kind of go along maybe to a little bit of what I'm talking about today. Amen. We, uh, we're blessed today. I know everybody knows that very much. So how many believes that? We're blessed today, man. We today, you know, according to the Bible, you know, it tells us all the things going to happen before he comes back and we see all these things happening. But we as Christian people today, we are to be excited about where we're headed. Amen. With all the trouble going on, it's easy to get down. It's easy to get depressed and all that. But we've got a better place ahead of us. Amen. Amen. And think about it. We live in this old you know, world today. Just, you know, everybody knows it's about half crazy, a lot of things. But we still can have peace today through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I believe that today very much so. I believe today is, you know, that it's, the Word of God is important today. Amen. You know, I'm going to bring a few points out in that in a little while today. But uh, I want to talk to us just a little bit. And if you just think, you know, some of us been around here for this little while, we think about, you know, as I think about a few years ago, as... And you look at it to now, today, just at our church world today, it's, it just ain't like it used to be. And I'm just, even the Bible says, you know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and for everyone, he don't change. Amen. I believe that very much so. I believe, you know, used, used to, you know, it was exciting to go to church. I mean, it was, you know, because you find peace, happiness, and people was happy. You know, you can go to church, and a lot of people aren't happy. <laughs> Amen. You know, they just, they're just, the world just is overcome, and it just took all their joy away from them, seemed like. And just my, this is just my personal opinion, very much so. But, you know, uh, if you got Jesus Christ today, we got something to be happy about today. If you're born again, you got something to be happy about. The Bible teaches us and tells us, you know, Satan's, he's a thief. Everybody knows that. He's come to steal and destroy. He's come to take all your, all your or happiness away if we, if we can, you know. But, and he's doing a good job at it. He's got her mind focused on a lot, a lot of different things today. Anybody believe that today? You know, different things, you know. We come to church and, and just, you know, I say, a lot of this is my personal opinion. We're, we come to church and our mind's really not where it needs to be sometimes. Either somewhere else, you know, but... Just for a little while, we should be able to come for just an hour or two hours of it, you know, and just get our minds on God and just be, just saturate what he has for us, you know, very much so. And I'm looking forward to the days coming to get us. I'm not saying, you know, I'm looking forward to dying. I'm looking forward to living. <laughs> Amen. Very much so. And I believe the Bible's, I know the Bible's true, and I believe he's going to come and get us some of these days. I believe that very much so. 
I want to read to you, and this is just a scripture I just picked out here, just a little bit ago, and it's, uh, I'm just going to paraphrase some of it here. It says, the vine, in the first chapter in the 12th verse, he says, the vine is dried up, and the fig tree, you know, all of them words I can't pronounce a lot of the time, the other trees, and the apple tree. It said, all the trees of the field are withered. It says, because joy is withered away from the souls of men. I just want to do that last part there, if, it just, if you're sticking your mind. It says, for the joy is withered away from the son of men. And let's just let that stick in for just a moment. Turn back with me, if you will, to Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. I know we heard, the, heard this, this chapter, you know what it's going to be about. But I want to talk to us for just a little bit this morning about what it's going to take to get happiness back into our lives. Just a little bit. You know, I believe, I believe in the Word of God. I believe the Word of God can change things. Ezekiel 37. I want you to turn over, if you will, for just a little bit. And then while you do that, let's go to the Lord and word of prayer for just a moment. Lord, we just thank you today again for this wonderful day you've given us. We just pray now we open up your word. that We pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit will guide and direct our minds and hearts today, Father, in a, in a way, Father, that we know it only comes from you. We uplift each prayer request. We pray that each need will be met here. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I am very, very proud of the church. I'm just, I ain't saying just because low this is. I, I'm proud of our church. I'm just proud of it. And, for, and, and, and you can't have a church without Jesus Christ, in my opinion. I was reading on the, some of the news thing the other day, and it says about over 40% of preachers believe that you can earn your way to heaven. This is, now, I don't know if that's a true accurate, but it's a thing come on my news on my phone. And you can think about that for just a moment. If that is accurate, you know, 40, 4 out of 10 preachers that pound pulpits today think you can earn your way. Your good people can earn your way to heaven. But to warn me, that's not what the Bible says. And I'm just saying that I'm not trying to, you know, get you down or nothing other, but I'm just telling you what our churches today, a lot of our churches has got into today. You know, it's not really what church is about. It's not Jesus Christ and him crucified and raised again. It's not that. It's just about, you know, probably making people feel good, the numbers and the money and all this. This is really what the church is going to today. Whether you believe it or not, I think that's my personal opinion. That's what, it, what it's going to today. But according to the scripture, you know, and said, you take away, you know, Jesus Christ today, you know, you take it and then you're taking away joy. Because there's only joy in Jesus Christ. That's the only place you can find joy. And I was reading that and I thought, boy, it just, it just about made me sick. Just think of that. And I think about, you know, and I'm not trying to get you down this morning, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to get us, you know, aware of what's going on. You know, Probably, and some of this, I'd say, someone will preach myself again. There's a lot of this stuff, in my opinion, probably we don't think much about a church as we should. And I'm saying about church, because this church should be a place that we can go to find, to find our happiness. It's a place we can go fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. It's a place that we should be able to go and hear the word of God, the true word of God. And you look around to our church and world today, and I'm not trying to, I'm, I hope I'm not judging whatsoever, but we've, we look around our church world today, we see churches today having a problem on every corner. We see that today. 
Very much so. We see it today. But you know, you read it, and I think it's in Matthew's gospel. It talks about uh, the sower said, you know, he said, while men slip, an enemy came and sowed tares. And you've heard me preach this many before. He sowed tares, but the next few words are very important. He sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. See, Satan ain't one to come a person to come and just knock you down and just try to kill you right there. He's come and just try to put stuff there and get out of the way. And we've seen it happen over the years in, our, in the church world today. We have got away from the really the word of God. And I hope, come on, I don't know if I'm preaching around this much. We've got away from really what the word of God is. And we've dried up to a place, you know, that people don't even want to go to church. They don't want to go. You can't find joy there no more. You can't find happiness. You can't find love. You can't find any of this stuff. Because we've taken it away. We've taken it away. And didn't think nothing about it. Years ago, we would sit back and let these things happen. It won't mount to nothing. But a seed will mount to something. If it's a bad seed, it will mount to something if it's not plucked up and taken care of. Come on. And I, I guess the older I'm getting, I guess the more I think about our young people. I think about, you know, back when I was a young kid, it's been a long time ago, and, and, and I, I'm, well, I'm working out there. If I get there to next year, I've been, I've been working the same place for 50 years. <laughs> I've been there 50, I was there in 73. Still there. But last year, I, I, I look back and I've seen some of the old timers I worked with. I didn't think much back then, but man, you know, I went to school and got a little bit of education, got a diploma, and, but I really got more schooling there at that sawmill from the older people. What work was and what everything, you know, what life was and what it took, you know, and what you stood for and your word and all this. I got more education from some of that stuff than I did at school. I don't think anybody know what I'm talking about. Didn't think about it much then, but now I begin to think about how blessed I was to learn some of the stuff that I learned from them old guys. And it was true. But you take around now, you know, and we have got to such a fast pace of the world today. We're not teaching our generation today really what, what life is all about. I remember, you know, and I guess we kind of, Brother Lester, you know, I know you know what I'm talking about. You know, I remember back, you know, when Dad was a kid at home and Dad would make me do all this stuff here. I didn't realize how important it was. I thought it was kind of abuse. Digging potatoes, you know, when everybody else would run up and down the road and working in the garden, doing all this stuff, feeding chickens and all this stuff. Back, you know, it was a way of life. It was work. And I realized where the dollar come from. My wife says, you don't think I'm tight and all this now, but I'm not that. I know what it is to not have a dollar. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll get somewhere in just a minute, okay? I know what it is to do without it. But the Bible talks about work and all this stuff here. It's in the Bible. 
and we'll bypass a lot of that stuff. We took it all away. If we look now, you know, at the at the at the world today, and everything has changed so much today, and it, some of it's not for the best. But we changed a lot of things there. We should, and we started changing that there. We started bringing it to the church, and we started changing it. We started changing it, you know. We we took away, you know, this, and we took away why well, we had to do that, you know. And like Brother Hans preached here a few weeks ago, you know, about the guy, you know, that moved the Ark of the Covenant, you know, they put it on a new cart, you know, and that wasn't the way God intended for it to be. And God intended for a lot of things to be in the church today that's in there. But it's here. And I think God's trying to get some of it out. And I'm going to tell you how the best way to get it out is by the word of God. Amen. The Bible says in Ezekiel, and everybody knows what Ezekiel 37 is. It's talked about the valley of dry bones. And it said, the Lord, the hand of the Lord was upon me and he carried me away in the spirit of the Lord. And he set me down in the midst of the valley, which is full of dry bones. And he called me to pass around about them. And lo, there was very many open valley and lo, there was very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, Lord, only you know. Only you know. We look around today and we get asked the same question. You probably heard me say this many times. You look around today and see the stuff going on today. Lord, is, can this be changed? Can anything happen? He said, Lord, only you know. Only you know. And we look around today, you know, we got big ideals and this and that, and I'm not going down that, this, you know, or this or that, but there's one thing, you know, that I know that can change things, and it is the Word of God. That is the Word of God. But if you can't hear it in the church, you're not going to get it most likely out in the world. Come on. You know, not most likely going to get it out there. And we got to a place, you know, and we don't want to hear strong preaching anymore. And the Bible says there's going to come a time when they want not endure sound doctrine. They're going to turn to their own ways. I'm paraphrasing that. They're going to say, you know, we want somebody to just take us, just make us feel good. And then I'd say I could been to church, you know, and I look good in the community and this and that. Now we look around now and according to if that news thing is right, 40% of the preacher says, you know, you can earn your way to heaven if you're a good person. Well, why did Christ come and die for if we could earn our way to heaven? Why did he have to sit there and let people spit upon him and, and do this and hit his back and make fun of him and all this and that? Why did he have to do that for if we could earn our way to heaven by being good? We took sin very lightly. We take cancer very seriously, and that's a good deal. But we take sin very lightly. Sin will kill just as bad as the disease will kill you. Come on. If I come, you know, here next Sunday and say, you know, I got the cure for cancer, you know, and I guarantee it'll work, it'd probably fill this house up, you know, and say, I'm going to give it away. But I got something to cure a lot of stuff. And I plan on preaching it next Sunday too. And you know, it's hard to get the house full. And it's amazing, you know, why can't we fill the house when we got something to take care 
of being depressed. We got something to take care of being sick, you know. We got something to take care of your mind today. We got something that you know we can find peace in. It's not in what Darwin says, but it's in the Word of God. It's in the word of God. We don't get excited about it anymore. We don't get, you know, you know, we come to church just dreading to come, but we ought to get up next Sunday morning and say, I can't wait to get there because see what God has for us. Why? Because I know, and I'm not talking about myself, but I know we got a preacher that will preach the word of God. I know that we got Sunday school teachers that will teach the word of God. I'm going, why? Because the word of God is powerful. You don't believe me? Read some of the stories in the Bible. Look what it does. It wasn't they had to do something, you know, they had to blow it up. Jesus told a dead man one day, he said, come out of the grave. And he come out. He took a man, you know, touch his eyes and they was healed. He, he done all this stuff. It's the word of God. It's power. But we have taken away and said, you know, we want control of the churches ourselves. When we give back and say, God, just take control of my life. God, take control of a church today. Let the power of the Holy Spirit just have its way in this service today. Why? Because that's what we need today. The Bible says, you know, he looked across the church. I'm, I'm paraphrasing some of this in my own word. As Ezekiel looked across, and he made me today, I'll change it to my own word. He said, look across the church, and he said, and they was very dry. Ezekiel said, Lord, are there any hope for them? Are there any ways? Lord, only you know. Only you know. I can't find the answer myself, but only Lord, you know. And he said unto him, he said, prophesy unto these people. Prophesy unto these people and say to you, oh, you dry bones, hear what the word of God says. You know, today you can go in a lot of churches today and you tell the church congregation, you can say to the people, I'm going to tell you what the word of God says. And they probably say, no, we don't want to hear what the word of God says. We want to hear something that comes from man. Probably. Because the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. Come on. It'll cut. But oh, it'll heal. Amen. Amen. It'll heal. Ever been somewhere and just your mind just about to go crazy and just start speaking the word Jesus? You just start speaking the word and calmness begins to come over, Brother Allen. You feel, you know, goosebumps keep on the back of your head. Big enough to hang a hat on. That ain't got me in putting it there. But that's a pair of the Holy Spirit saying, you know, I am alive. And this word is true. Jesus Christ is alive. He's doing well. He told me, he said, Lord, only you know. He said, let me tell you something. The only way that you got any, I put this in my version, the only way that they got any hope today is preach the word of God. Tell them what the word of God says. Tell them there is a heaven, but also tell them there is a hell. Tell them there's a lot of ways to go to heaven or go to hell, but there ain't but one way to get to heaven, and that's through the blood and the cross of Jesus Christ. It don't make no difference how good a person you are, how many dollars you got, and it, don't, it will not buy you into heaven. The only thing that gets you into heaven is the blood of Jesus Christ. You're asking Christ for forgiveness and asking to be the Lord of your life and asking to put your name in the Lamb's book of life. That's the only way that you're going to make it to heaven. Amen. Prophesy on these bones. Prophesy. So in any way, God thought these bones was worth preaching to. There's times that I get up 
and I'd just soon not get up. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? I know some of y'all are probably not human, but I'm a human. <laughs> That'll sink in a little bit. <laughs> but these are worth preaching. It's worth talking about. Amen. And the Bible says to do all this. He told me, he said, you know, he said, and he said unto him, behold, he said, I'll cause breath to enter them and all this story. So seventh verse, he said, I prophesied. As I pray, no, what I preached as I was commanded. Commanded of who? Commanded of God. Commanded of God. Commanded of God. See, I've been in this for 30 something years, and I don't guess I got it figured out. I talked to some people that go to different churches, and they said their preacher, he, they got, he got sermons fixed up for the next six months, already figured out. I'm not that smart. <laughs> I'm looking to have it by next Sunday. <laughs> and I'm not running that down. I just don't know how he knows what the people needs that far off. I don't you know what I'm talking about. I don't know how he knows who's going to be there. And I'm, not, that's just, I'm just saying, I just don't understand it. But he said, he said, Brother Mike, he said, I prophesied as commanded. I preached. There's times I've got out of that chair and you probably know And I got up here, I didn't have a clue what I was going to say. And the Holy Spirit began to say, listen to this. There's somebody here that needs to hear this. There's somebody here that needs to hear this. And he said, I prophesied, commanded. And there was a noise. You know, the word of God, don't come back void. Come on. He said, well, not turn back voice. So what I'm saying is, he said, oh, he said, darn, just keep preaching. Just keep preaching the word of God. It will not be wasted. It will not be wasted. If you preach what man tells you to, it's a waste of time. But if you preach what I tell you to preach, it will not come back to void. And he said, you heard the noise begin to begin to come to shake. And the Bible says they come begin to start coming together. The only thing today that the world needs, to, what the world needs today is to hear what the Bible says. To hear what God says. To know what the Word of God says. And we found out this happened here. And I'll quit here in just a second. He did all this. He said, no breath. And he prophesied to winds. Because I believe it's the Holy Spirit. So as a prophesied, as this here began to come together. Okay, let me start wiping this, running this down here just a little bit. He looked at this valley and it was full of dry bones. Nothing, no breath, no life. And you almost look around to some of the church, or church world. I'm not judging. I promise I'm hoping and praying. God forgive me if I try. I am. I'm not judging I'm just saying his, we ought to come to church. We ought to leave a little bit different than what we came. Amen. We ought to leave a little bit different than what we came. And we took around, you know, and he said, you know, and we look around today and we see all these things happening. If you want to play something, we see all these things happening in the world today. And I know y'all have asked this, probably run through your thought, run through your mind. Lord, you remember I just want, somebody got to a point somebody just want to throw your hands up. Come on, I know some of the humans here. That God, they will never listen to me. They will never hear the word of God. Never hear the word of God. And he said, May I paraphrase God, what we're going to do? 
What are we going to do? Because I believe that Satan has sowed seeds. And first of all, I want you aware of that. Come on, don't shout me out of here yet. He said, while we slip, here they came. Here they come. He said, you know, God, did we do this? Did we do that? But he said, where did this mess come from? Don't it look like the world today or church's world today? I know some of you don't agree with me. it happen and don't take this wrong I, I, I love everyone here don't take this wrong but we turn a lot of this sin into political stuff it ain't political it's just moral stuff that's all it is we gotta stand for the word of God come on he said where did this mess come from You look over the last five years, look what the mess our country's been through. Come on. We've looked on TV, less than we've seen kids tear up buildings and all this stuff happening, not a thing done to them. If we'd done that so many years ago, I'd tell you what happened to some of the kids. Dad would took care of it. You don't have to worry about the law. I'm old school, so for some of y'all, I guess. Dad would took care of it. We was talking about this the other day, and y'all probably don't remember this. I ain't trying to bring it up. This, there was some group come into the Grizz Fair in the 70s. I bet some of y'all might remember it. They tried to take over some over it. I don't know if y'all remember that or not, but anyway. I know some guys that went and tried to run them out. They got caught and they got put in jail. I remember sitting at the store and I was just a kid. I was a kid, I probably 14, 15 year old. And one of the guys' dad was there at the store. And somebody said, you gonna go get him? He said, no. <laughs> he get his own way out. And back then he had long hair, you kind of, and dad didn't like it. He'd come home that evening, he was slick cut. Because he knew, come on, I'll, I'll make some point here. He knew who run that household. It was his dad. Come on. We raised a generation now, we don't fear God anymore. If you feared God, you wouldn't play in the stuff you're playing in a lot of times. We don't fear Him anymore. But the Bible says in the book, we're going to stand accountable in these days. There's nothing I can do to get myself to heaven. The only way I get myself there is through the blood of Jesus Christ. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. I guess the way the reason I'm preaching like this is more here lately is because our young people. 
because we got to stand up for the Word of God and tell them, and tell them. It's not how many degrees you hang on the wall, and I'm proud of every kid that got a degree. But the one degree you got to have is this right here. You can't earn your way to heaven. You got to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And that's forgiveness of your sins. I don't care how good a person you think you are, we're all born in this world in sin. Amen. I believe that. But it's through Jesus Christ we can be cleansed through His blood. So the very last thing I'm going to say, they heard the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit moved and the very last in the story there is that they stood up and become a signing great army. I hope I can see this at Oak Grove Church that we're a great army for God. They come a seemingly great army for God. That's what we need. That's what we need. He said, what are we among so many and so few? Jesus took 12 people a little over 2,000 years ago. He changed the world. He changed the world. And I believe we can do the same thing today. I believe that. I believe His Word is powerful. I love you all today. I want to stand this morning. If you want to come and pray for any reason, you stand right now. I don't have this message touched you. You may not even like it. I don't know. But I don't want Satan to steal our joy. Every head is bowed. If anybody needs to come this morning for any reason, I don't want Satan to steal your joy. Just, just, just want to slip your hands. Say, Church, I need the prayers. God bless them hands. God bless them hands. God bless them. God bless them. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to be thanking you today for this opportunity. We thank you for your word today, Father. Father, let's pray, Father, this word has penetrated to our hearts today. I pray for our church here today, Father, for each and every individual that's here that will come and be a soldier in your army today, that we'll put on the whole armor of God and we'll join together and we become great, exceedingly great army for you. Father, I pray for our children here today, Father, you touch them today, that they can see your works today through this church today, Father. We thank you so much today, Father, for Sister Joan. She got to come back to church, Father. We just thank you for for watching over and for your healing power. And Father, we just ask you to be with those that need your touch today, Father, in a mighty special way. We ask you to say in Jesus' name. God, people said, Amen. Remember, if you can come Saturday, if you can help clean a little bit, we appreciate it. If you can't, we'll see you next Sunday, okay? God bless you. Have a great weekend and be careful. Thank you.